my name is Reese. I am one of the pastors over at Calvary Baptist in Coquitlam. And my connection to you over at New Life is that I actually grew up at New Life. Uh, I would be so familiar with some of you. and I love you guys. I love your church and the people that make up your church. And it's sweet to be pitching in every now and then on these New Life dailies uh, as we go through the Psalms. And today, uh, my job is to break down Psalm 8 and let it do its work in us. It's one of my favorite Psalms. Uh, David writes so brilliantly. He's an amazing poet and liturgist. And in this Psalm, Psalm 8, a lot of scholars imagine him writing this under the night sky and reflecting on what it means to be human and made in the image of God. Uh, this Psalm reminds me personally of a moment I had uh, with a small group of people descending down into the Grand Canyon at 3 a.m. It's the middle of the night. And as we were descending down, our surroundings were only illuminated by the light of the moon and the lamps that were on our foreheads. And so this sounds a little dramatic, but really for me, it was like descending down into like this black abyss, being swallowed by it. It was pretty intense. Uh, as the sun rose shortly after, it was stunning. It was like everything that was hidden before was just being uh, shown in all its brilliance and every little uh, shade of color was being revealed to us. And it was one of those moments for me, I remember, as we were kind of in the middle of this setting, uh, where two things happened. It was uh, me recognizing my own smallness as a human, looking around how big the Grand Canyon was, how small I am. But it was just a moment filled with purpose to be able to accomplish this hike, and even just allow that to spur on some reflection in my own life. It was a moment of kind of recognizing my own purpose. If I were to synthesize Psalm 8 into one sentence, this is going to be the sentence. God empowers the powerless to have access to power. God empowers the powerless to have access to power. So, Let's read Psalm 8 together, starting in verse 1. O Lord, our sovereign, how majestic is your name in all the earth. You have set your glory above the heavens. Out of the mouths of babes and infants, you have founded a bulwark because of your foes, to silence the enemy and the avenger. When I look at your heavens, the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars that you have established, what are human beings that you are mindful of them, mortals that you care for them? Yet, you have made them a little lower than God and crowned them with glory and honor. You have given them dominion over the works of your hands. You have put all things under their feet. All sheep and oxen. Also the beasts of the field 
the birds of the air and the fish of the sea, whatever passes along the paths of the seas, O Lord, our sovereign. How majestic is your name in all the earth. One of the first things that we notice as we read Psalm 8 is that David is tapping into this overarching theme of empowering the powerless. In verse 2, he writes that it is through babes and infants that God's enemies are defeated. It's kind of a head-scratching verse. And what David's doing is he's confessing early in this psalm that Israel's victories and its flourishing, it hasn't come through the strength of their arm, the strength of their military force. It's come through the strength of God's arm. God is the one who bestows power and defeats the enemies. And so David, as he writes this poem, continues to reflect on this idea through the next few verses as we read. Like us, uh, David, he finds himself pondering his insignificance in comparison to the beauty of the cosmos the moon, the countless stars in the sky. And I was even thinking about this with modern astronomy. We have uh, an even greater understanding of how small we are and how endlessly expansive and massive space really is. And even without this understanding, David knew this. So overcome, David writes in verse 4, What are human beings that you are mindful of them? Mortals, that you care for them. It's important for each of us to take time every now and then to sit with our smallness, to really sit with it. We as humans, with all our abilities and shortcomings, we're like tiny dust particles in this universe. So sit with how small you are. Just for a moment, as you drive to work, you make your morning cup of coffee, you take a walk through your neighborhood, sit with that reality. Only when we sit with this can we notice how profound the rest of this psalm really is. So let's keep reading. Verse 5, yet you have made them, humans, a little lower than God. Some translations differ on this. They say a little lower than the angels or a little lower than heavenly beings. And crowned them with glory and honor. Imago Dei. Imago Dei. It's this theological term written in Latin. That means image of God, and it only applies to humans. Imago Dei. David's mind is blown. He is shook to his core by this reality that we have been made in the image of God, crowned with glory. Crowned with glory. What language? In all of our smallness. Yet every uh, Spider-Man obsessed fan would know what 
Uncle Ben would say to this, with great power comes great responsibility. Psalm 8 concludes with the implications of this amazing uh, power and privilege that God has given to us as humans. We've been given dominion and authority over this earth that God has created and over the sheep and the oxen and the, the beasts of the field, David writes, and the birds of the air and the fish in the sea. It's really an echo of God's charge to humans in Genesis. Because of our sinful nature as human beings, we have all too often abused this responsibility that we've been given. We've damaged God's creation. We've polluted habitats, overfished oceans, hoarded for ourselves natural resources. Sadly, for the most part, we've dropped the ball. We've failed to steward this God-given responsibility with integrity. Fortunately, we know the end of the story. There's a redeemer who washes away our sin and a new heaven and a new earth that we get to enjoy in community with God just like it was in the garden. It's crucial for us though that's true, to come back to Psalm 8 for a few reminders. Here are three. Number one, we are powerless. Number two, God has empowered us, cared for us, fixed his eyes on us. And number three, we have access to power and a responsibility to be good stewards of that. Let's pray. God, thank you that even though we are small and seemingly insignificant, you look at us with such love, such care. You are mindful of us. And even further, you've given us power responsibility, dominion over what you've created. How can we be better stewards of that? How are we failing as stewards? Jesus, do a good work in us that we might be great stewards of what you've given us. And that ultimately that would drive us to closeness with you. In Jesus' name.